About two weeks ago, all the priests in the diocese joined with Cardinal Supich for a conference, and one of the guest speakers was a very renowned professor of preaching from the University of Notre Dame. And uh, he gave one sentence I remember very quickly. He said that every homily should not be more than seven minutes, and it should make one point. And uh, when he said this, there was quite a response from all of the priests who were listening. And I think he, he kind of uh, gave them a, a very strong suggestion that keep your sermon to seven minutes and just make one point. So I'm turning on my watch now and I'm starting to record my seven minutes. And if I go over, feel free to honk to remind me. Uh, as you all know, we have been involved in a, a, a survey uh, throughout the Archdiocese and the results have come back in. Now one thing that is very important is that over 86% 80 of our parishioners would strongly recommend or recommend our parish to other people. And this is something that is wonderful, that over 60% of our parishioners uh, feel very attached to our parish, very proud of it, and it is something that they would like other people to experience as well. Now, in my weird fantasies, um, I'm saying to myself, well, this is because of our, uh, my, out, my uh, outstanding leadership as pastor that this happens, or my inspirational homilies. However, it is a weird fantasy. The truth is that the reason why people feel so attached to any parish and to our parish is because the relationships that people have with each other. And these are, these are relationships that are very, very important to people. And in many, most cases, practically every case, it is the reason why people join St. Joseph's. A great example of this is that since the pandemic, the team of people that have stepped forward to help us have these drive-in masses. Now today, it is nice and warm, and I always love the heat, but sometimes it is really, really cold and very difficult and wet and windy out there, but the people in our parish, still, our, our ministers, have still made this happen. Great numbers this morning, great numbers today, and it's been going on for many, many years. So it is important to be grateful to people like that. They've gotten to know people by name, They've gotten to be friendly with them, and they, their relationships with you and with each other is a very important relationship indeed. It would be wrong if we just limited it to these relationships, because something more is happening here as well. They are the presence of God to people on Sunday morning. They are the presence of God in their cheerfulness, in their joy, in their kindness, in helping people to experience Jesus in the Eucharist. They are, you could say, apostles of Jesus as well as being ministers here as well. It is an important part of it. And that is why when Jesus in Matthew's Gospel said, go and make disciples of all nations, this mission imper imperative is born of Christ's compassion for the crowds. They have no food. They were hungry in the wilderness. They have no food. Jesus says, go and give them some food yourselves. 
their sheep without a shepherd, be a companion for them on the journey. This is what Jesus wants of all people to do. In today's gospel, the disciples are afraid. Jesus has told them that they're going to be persecuted, they're going to find life difficult. And he's encouraging them that not to be afraid, I will be with you, he says. And this word of be not afraid is repeated 365 times in one fashion or other in the Gospels. So what we have to be very, what Jesus is inviting us to is first of all to, to know that we are all going to face a headwind in one way or another. It, not be like, it may not be like the persecution that the early church had, but it can still be a difficult time when we face a headwind in our lives. It might be sickness, it might be fear, it might be worry, it might be loneliness, but it's all of us. No one gets a free pass. Everybody faces a headwind in life. So that is what Jesus is trying to do. He's trying to encourage his disciples not to give up in the face of difficulties and trials. He's trying to encourage them to say, know that I am with you, and through you I will be with other people who are going through a difficult time as well. Our parish has gotten a huge positive result from that survey. Imagine over 86% of our parishioners very much identify and see St. Joseph's as something of great value. They agree or strongly agree, um, and this is something that is the work of the Holy Spirit. As is the work of the Holy Spirit, those who are walking around in the yellow vests, making sure that this happens, that you receive Eucharist, that you receive the Word of God. And five minutes, so a little bit more to go. And so what I'm saying to you is this, that I'm inviting you to not just be an observer and be participant. You are never just the audience. You are the performance. All of you sitting there, Christ has called you to be his disciple. And I'm inviting you to get involved in some way. It may be in your neighborhood that you just show an act of kindness, an act of courtesy by even saying good morning and getting to know your neighbor. Try to build up the common good where you live. If you can, get involved in some ministry that speaks to you, that you feel called to here at St. Joseph's. We should be able to build up St. Joseph's as a powerful force for the common good of all people in Libertyville. And we cannot do it without your help. So reflect on the words of the Gospel today. Reflect on God's call to you. He dwells within you and he is calling you to work and to build up the common good at St. Joseph's so that through our parish and through our practice of the faith and our witness, more and more people will know of the great presence, the great love, the great kindness and the great forgiveness and uh, that God's presence brings into the lives of others through each of us.